0: Everybody, welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, episode 170 plus 8. For all of you mathematicians at home, that's right, we are almost to 180. For all of you literary experts at home, stop trying to do math. (laughs) Everyone, I'm Chad Michelinis, one of your hosts. This is Holden Depardo. Hi, my name is Holden That's Lepardo. what his voice sounds like. And Hi. we are the Kick-Ass Irreverent Gaming Podcast, brought to you by Affable Idiots. Um, we have the dreamiest fan base, Holden, of all time. I don't know if you've seen pictures of our fan base. Uh, you can see them from the moon, and they just look like adorable corkies. That's and they're all like a little our like,
1: cloud beds floating around in the sky. Just like it's in true. dreams.
0: It's true. Just like in the game Dreams. Every Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Eastern Time, <laughs> you can put us in your ears with your favorite podcast service. You can put us in your eyeballs with your favorite YouTube service by going to youtube.com slash That's what That's we are it. because you guys didn't subscribe enough. <laughs> and then you can also <laughs> break the time-space continuum by watching us right now live in person with coronavirus masks on virtually on your space pod by going to twitch.tv slash affableidiots every Sunday night at around 8.30 Eastern, with the exception of next Sunday, we'll be on Monday next week.
1: This is Although true. You looked
0: like you really needed to say something.
1: Yeah, just so everyone's very clear here. Um, we aren't wearing masks, but we are social distanced by hundreds of miles, so it's probably okay.
0: If I could walk a thousand miles. No, what is that song? If I could son yeah into I know exactly what do you think about? time would pass me by because you know i'd walk a thousand miles where i go just see you oh my god did she <laughs> get COVID that from the proclaimers that
1: is if i walk a thousand miles to be 500 miles i would, miles walk, 500 miles in and I would walk
0: 500 more just to be the men oh my god yes holden she totally ripped off the proclaimers or maybe it's just an homage uh in our Twitch chat, you can be watching us right now just like RX awesome dude 10 who says, "You want to become famous? Buy followers, primes and views at <laughs> bigfollows.com." <laughs> yes, we read out a non-sponsored comment on the air. <laughs> Everyone, here's the thing. Today we have so much Xbox news to talk about. Xbox Series S is real. We have a price, we have a release date, we have specs. We're going to talk about it. I'm very uh I'm not going to reveal my thoughts on the console, but I am excited that they are here. And Holden <laughs> also has thoughts on the console. Who knows whether they're positive? Or Whatever right. I don't Chad's know. thoughts I don't know. are,
1: it's very on one side
0: of the spectrum. We'll find it's out. True. Who knows? They are on the spectrum, as they say. Holden, no, it's very, we're going to talk about it's that. It's not as the our main somewhere. Quest.
1: It's very on either side. I of the did spectrum. not either say very bad. I did very not good. say. You said very, and then changed your course of direction of the sentence. So he I said I they are on the there. spectrum. That was after. I just broadened your
0: definition. Here's the thing, Holden, we're going to get into that as our main quest, but we have some stuff to talk about before we get here. I promise, little baby birds, we're going to get there as quickly as possible. But let's start by talking about playtime. Holden, what the fuck did you play this week? I am so curious. I, like Phil Collins, want (laughs) to know.
1: I'll keep this really brief, because it's really not anything different from last week for the most part. And also, I want to get to that Xbox stuff, so just gotta get on yeah. with it i played some more super mario odyssey because i'm just very pumped for mario all-stars i officially have the pre-order i officially have it downloaded and i may or may not have looked into online how to uh open it up early because i'm so excited but i'm not going to do that because it's not <laughs> right to do that but i you are not getting it up. physical correct not getting it physical because it is Neither selling out a everywhere lot of online we'll talk about that yeah um I've just been in Nintendo mood lately, so I played some Animal Crossing New Horizons, been making some adjustments to my town. I am trying to go for the five star island. That's kind of my, my main goal right now because I'm on four stars. But I feel like I'm so close. My island is so dope, I'm almost there. But Isabelle is a very tough grader, so, gotta look up to her standards. Can I tell um, you
0: the- before we move on from Animal Crossing? Yeah. Um, my, my niece recently got Animal Crossing New Horizons for her Switch. Mm hmm. And my nephew, who's a little bit younger than her, has a DS because, obviously, he's a little less responsible.
1: 3DS or DS?
0: Uh, It's a 2DS. Oh, 2DS. Okay. It's a 2DS. Um, He got Animal Crossing New Leaf. But he doesn't quite understand mortgages and loans and repaying Tom Nook. He's like, somebody gave me a house. And then he's like, I finally got a fishing rod. But I haven't figured out how to fish yet. And he thinks that every time you fish and you don't catch it, the fish dies. (laughs) And so he's like, I've killed like 20 fish. I just keep killing the fish.
1: Ooh, It's actually the opposite. If you catch the fish, that that fish is dead. If you let it
0: go, then it's totally fine. Well, he's never caught one yet, so we'll let we'll let him figure that out on his own. I'm not going to explain <laughs> the circle of life to my five year old nephew.
1: The Lion King will do that for him. Just make him watch That's The Lion true. King. Yep. Tell me about um, the last campfire. Yeah, so I played the last campfire. Um, not enough to really talk about it, but just announcing that I started playing it. This is the new game from Hello Games. Hello. It. It's a who made No Man's Sky, but this is like just a, a small fifteen dollar experience. Um, I, for some reason, thought it was going to be a full price game, or maybe I already knew it was $15. I don't know. I was on the eShop, I saw it was 15 bucks, and I thought, I should get that. And I did. And so far, I'm liking it, but again, I'm not that far into it. I, so.
0: I was, I think maybe I saw an ad for it in the App Store, because it's also on Apple Arcade. Yeah, and I realized that it was much more puzzle focused than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. For some you know, j- obviously the aesthetic and the characters. I thought, oh, Journey. It's going to be a Journey knockoff. It like looks yeah, they look
1: very like a cartoony version of Journey. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but then with I saw like, all of the all of the videos and screenshots from the app on the app store. Were just like, this is how you solve this puzzle, and you move this cube, and you got to light this torch. And I, was, and I was like, whoa, okay,
1: you can keep it. Is so it really far, puzzle focused? Like it looks I I'm like Monument really not that far at all. Um, it, it seems puzzly in the same way that Zelda is puzzly, but again, I'm I'm really not that far in the game. I've kind of done like the introductory level area where they have you do the most basic basic puzzles ever. But essentially, you're just kind of moving from room to room, and either there's something story related they want to show you there like there's a character that gives you a satchel and that's story related or you're solving a little puzzle but so far like if you could handle a 2d zelda game in terms of puzzle mechanics i think this would be in that realm but again it could get super complicated and become the witness by the end of it so who knows
0: (laughs) (laughs) is there does it seem to you like there's going to be any kind of like combat or exploration at all
1: I haven't gotten that okay. um, so far. Everything seems incredibly linear. It's gorgeous, each area, but it's definitely go from that door in the room to the other door in the room, and that's kind yeah, of okay. what everything has been. Um, you overall, know though, about I'm, puzzles.
0: I just I'm, I'm not liking a it. Band.
1: I'll keep playing it, but again, like I have Super Mario Odyssey, I want to play now. Mario All Stars comes out in a little oh, bit. Mario. I still beat Origami talk. King. Oh my god, there's too much, too much, Chad. You've been playing a game that's a lot as well. It's a big game. Yeah, yeah, Marvel's Avengers. We talked about last week,
0: Dusty was here. Uh, I beat the campaign. I was so excited. I'm ready to jump into the multiplayer stuff. I have since played with the boys. We have our own text thread, and it's nicknamed Avenger Boys. So Which season of the boys?
1: Which, uh, how many episodes in are you? Uh,
0: no, it's boys with an I. Oh, gotcha, okay. So it's, it's, it's basically a ripoff of the boys, but we all do each other. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, no, we've been playing it everybody's like switching up characters a little bit.
1: <laughs> so there's going to be a porn version of that called The Boys with an yep. I and it's like a porn absolutely, 100%. After, like
0: 100%. Uh, no, it's been great. We've been you know playing around with different characters. Matt has like this super leveled up Hulk but then he's like, you know what, maybe I'm going to play as Kamala Khan tonight and I was I was switching around a little bit, trying out Thor a little bit more because you don't get to play a ton of him in the campaign But you got, so I was like playing a little bit more Thor, leveled up my BBW, Black Widow, big beautiful Black Widow. Um and uh it's it's a ton of fun we're we're jumping around bopping around some drop zones doing some war zones bopping enemies on the head like little funny foo-foo and it's uh it's a great time i'm i'm enjoying the mechanic i can tell you already however that it does not seem like a game we will play in perpetuity like war zone it seems more destiny. to me like a game well even destiny it seems more to me like a game like destiny where okay. we will pop in for a couple of events, play it hardcore for a few weeks, and then we'll just you know, put it on pause while something else comes out and return to it in a month or two when a new character drops or when new something else comes up. And I say that because you, we've, we've played maybe, I don't know, five, six hours together um, in the post-game content. And you can already kind of see how it's, it's randomly generated, but also a little bit like the, the, the environments are a little bit samey. The battles could be a little bit samey, um, but that's that's like with any big game like like Destiny. It's, yeah, the whole thing is take an orb and put it into a hole somewhere, or shoot somebody enough times. Anyway, but what I'm saying is that I'm really enjoying it. I think this game will become uh, a staple in our rotation, just like Destiny and War Boner. In fact, it already has a call. Uh, and I know you're familiar with the Warzone call. Whenever you, whenever we play Warzone together, when you jump on comms, you have to go. That's our Warzone call. When we play Destiny together, the call is, ew, 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 ew. and now when we play Avengers together, you jump on comms and immediately everyone just goes, ass, 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 ass. Because Avengers assemble. be clear, assemble. I don't do any of this, but you guys have. You don't. You're a party pooper. Y- you are the yeah, definition party pooper. of man who poops at parties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but I'm happy you guys have fun doing that. But yes. just to set the record clear, I am a party pooper.
0: Yes, true story.
1: I also uh, don't play that's Avengers, so there's also that part of it.
0: I'm also, this is very important, uh, I am going to the beach. We randomly, uh, dis- my sister decided to get a beach house for the for the week. So starting tomorrow, Monday, to the following Monday, I will be at the beach. And I made sure, because there were some weird things going on with like my modem back at my old place that I couldn't remote play. I made sure that I was still able to remote play via a hotspot in my sister's car. So obviously it'll work from the beach too to my PlayStation so I can still avenge and assemble with the boys, with an eye that all do each other from the beach on my iPad or my iPhone, or my computer, or my Vita. I'm bringing all four options. <laughs> 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 uh, that's what I played. <clears throat> Welcome Porkchop to the chat. Porkchop is uh, a very high level Captain America and he's very good at it, V good as the kids say. He likes to hang back and throw his shield a lot, which is pretty dope.
1: Is that a spoiler? Does Captain America come back? Do you just
0: spoil that? No. Everyone knows you play as Captain America in A-Day in the beginning on the San Francisco
1: Golden But you Gate can't bridge. play as, as him afterwards. I thought, Okay, cool. No, we I go back in time
0: that. and we all just play the game from the beginning again. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> you totally spoiled something. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows Cap's not dead in that game, Holden. Oh, man. I Sultan, didn't. And you obs- ruined the
1: game I'm never going to play. <laughs> That's true.
0: Let's move on to our Fetch Quest so we can get more to this Xbox stuff quickly. Uh, fetch Quests. These are our quests that are like little news stories that are worth mentioning, but don't have a ton of meat on them. Starting with Kena Bridge of Spirits slips to 2021 release, says Jeff Cork at Game Informer. Kind of bummed because this is one of the launch titles I was looking forward to. There's still going to be a lot out that I'm excited for, like playing the medium, etc., cetera, et cetera. But uh, I was pumped for that. But obviously, delay your game if it's going to make a good, bro. I'd rather play a good game than a mediocre one. That's right. Next up, speaking of mediocre next-gen policies, (laughs) Control's cross-gen controversy reignites after some PS4 owners accidentally upgraded free, says Tom Phillips from Eurogamer. Again, to catch everyone up real quick, you can buy Control on PlayStation 4, and you can buy the DLC separately. However, if you buy the new Control Ultimate Edition, which bundles it all together, you get the PS5 upgrade for free. If you bought it all piecemeal, you do not get the PS5 upgrade for free. And they said, it was impossible. It was technically impossible for us to let everyone get it the way that we wanted to. And then it turns out they accidentally made it possible in the store and immediately reverted. So,
1: And we also talked about this, and we were like, no, this isn't a technical thing. There's no way this is a technical thing. It doesn't make any sense yeah. for it to be technical. And I think this completely added them as it being a business decision, which is just kind of shitty. Yeah. Never yeah. fun.
0: Next up, Watch Dogs Legion! That's legion for all you lay people. Will launch on Xbox Series X on November 10th. There will be a free next generation upgrade announced. Says Jordan Biazzo at GameRanks. Maybe my favorite journalist's name to say. Biazzo. Light on the piazza. Uh, the game is coming to current gen consoles on October 29th. But if you want the next gen version, you don't have to wait for it to come out on November 10th. You can buy the 29th version on your current console. And it will automatically upgrade, similar to what will happen with smart delivery games. Uh, What was also confirmed from Ubisoft is that Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be coming to current and next gen on the same date on November 10th. They actually moved the release date up a few days. It was coming out that Friday. Now it's coming out the same day Xbox Series S and X release on November 10th. Good stuff. Wanting this tickle your pickle a little bit?
1: You going to get either Um, of these games? Not really. I don't know if I'm going to get either game, to be honest. But when I first saw this, I'm like, "Man, November 10th for both like Watchdogs and Assassin's Creed on next-gen consoles. Like, that's a lot of Ubisoft at one event or for one for one launch." And I'm like, "Oh, wait, that just means it's a next-generation launch because that's what always happens. Ubisoft <laughs> yeah. always has a bunch of games. Uh, but it is notable that they have two very big games coming out that close to each other.
0: In addition to Rainbow Six Siege will be compatible day one." uh division two will be compatible day one like all, all these next gen upgrades and, and cross-gen yeah multiplayer and all that kind of stuff so ubisoft gotta love how much they support new shit
1: oh yeah and then also to talk about the we'll talk about later on but their new game that's coming out in december very shortly after launch as well so you have a lot, of, a lot of ubisoft yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: next up demon souls ps5 remake which I am screaming for in my bajingo, receives new screenshots and potential box art in retail leaks, says Logan Moore at Dual Shockers. Uh, if you're looking at our shared note right now with Just Holden and I, you can see some of these screens and box art. Uh, this is making it more real and more evident that it might be closer than we think, perhaps a launch title rather than a launch window.
1: Oh my gosh, I would die. So earlier I said, you know, I don't think I'm going to get a PS5 at launch because, like, I don't know. I just don't care about Spider-Man. I can play a lot of the games on PS4, and I'm like, if this game ends up coming for launch, (laughs) I am going to be so bad. So, yeah, I'm going to get one. Did we fucking get you? Hold Ah! You got me. You got me. Oh, Um, fucking got you, loser. (laughs) Also, just these screenshots look incredible. Yeah. I mean, there's this one of... I believe this is the first boss you face in the tutorial area. No. It's not? It looks uh, It looks like the boss in the oh, beginning right, maybe of from Dark the tutorial.
0: Souls. I don't remember the tutorial, but I know that the first boss is not that.
1: And when it is in Dark Souls, the first boss looks extremely similar to that in the tutorial area. That's what I'm thinking gotcha. of. Either way, it doesn't matter where, where this boss comes up in the game. Either way, it just looks badass as fuck. Like, holy shit. Holy shit. Also, the lighting. And I looks forgot. So you've crisp. never played any of this game, right? I'm gonna, like, I've never played little... any of Demon's of Souls. Okay. So, as far as I'm concerned, this is a brand new from software game that's coming out. Oh, well, Blue Point. Yeah, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. For most people, I think. I don't know how many
0: people actually played Demon's Souls.
1: No, Dark Souls I'm is one really of those what who popularized beat it The franchise before
0: it was popular to beat Dark Souls <laughs> games. <laughs> you have a platinum too, don't you? In Demon's Souls, I don't think I have the platinum. I, I have the did. platinum in Bloodborne. I don't think I have it in
1: Demon's Souls. I think I just. Beat well, it. you're going to get it now.
0: I don't know. I don't know, man. Platinuming D- Demon Souls games is tough. I mean, by that da- I mean Dark Souls games in general. Although Bloodborne wasn't that bad. I don't know. I'm excited for it though. Sekiro wasn't that bad. Sekiro. Just one trophy was a pain
1: in the ass to get. So yeah, I'm. Oh my god. The fact I that I've also played this, play this game, this game before,
0: I think, will help. I know all the tricks and all the. Woo! <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I almost mixed up the word tricks and crannies, <laughs> like nooks and crannies. Um. I know, all of, so that might help, and it might make it go a little bit quicker for me. Also, for any of you who are looking to play Demon Souls, if they've kept, like, the guts of the game the same, Holy Magic is super OP. It might be tough to, like, be that kind of, like, using intelligence and Holy Magic in the beginning of the game, but by the end of it... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Sony needs this game at launch as well. I mean, I know Spider-Man yeah. is... Obviously, going to be a very big title, clearly. From what we've seen of Spider Man, it doesn't seem like it's going to be like the big next gen, like, killer look at this game, you can't do this on last gen hardware. But this is, and I think having Spider-Man and this and Ratchet and Clank, because Ratchet and Clank is also rumored to be coming out in kind of that release window time frame, that's a great trifecta. (laughs) You have kind of the Marvel-y kind of comic book fun fun action game. You have the super accessible to everybody Ratchet and Clank, and then you have some it's for more hardcore players like Demon's Souls. That's a really good balance of launch titles because they don't overlap each other. No one's going to be like, oh no, should I get Ratchet and Clank or demon Souls? Anyone who says that is probably going to be getting it anyway because they're so different from each other. I don't think there's a yeah. lot of overlap in terms of the average consumer getting those games. So it makes and sense. Insomniac
0: did also mention, by the way, that uh, Ratchet and Clank is a launch window title.
1: Yeah, they did. Yeah.
0: They did not define what that meant, but it is launch window.
1: Mm-hmm. We will find out soon enough, maybe. Let's
0: talk next. We'll talk about it later on. <laughs> about Among Us. Hits 1.5 million concurrent users, says Alex Calvin at PC Games Insider. Among Us is apparently a several-year-old game that is just now making waves. We played it on Game Night last week. We also played it this week with the our pals at Pixel Street podcast. And we got up to nine players, and this game was fun as shit with that many people. Oh, yeah. So fun. Uh, if you want to go watch that... Gameplay, you can go to Pixel Street Podcasts YouTube and they have the, the Let's Play of it. it. It was it was a good time, guys. Good time. They hit 1.5 million concurrent players. Good for them. And their servers showed it because <laughs> they are the second are time around. Tra- Pixel Street, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, we still had issues. Like, oh yeah, just hit the button a few more times. But you only yeah. had to hit it like six times rather than 35 times.
1: And there are some times actually. There's only one time I didn't get in on the first try. And then on the third or fourth try, I did, which is much better than the first time or every time I trailed. True beans. True beans.
0: We also have Super Mario 3D All-Stars is already Amazon's second biggest game of 2020, says Matthew Handrahan at gamesindustry.biz. It's the second biggest game on Amazon. But don't worry, the first biggest is still a Nintendo game. It is Animal Crossing New Horizons. The third biggest game is still a Nintendo game. It is Mario (laughs) Kart 8. Uh, They are uh, loving their Amazon partnership right now. That being said, it is also, 3D All-Stars is selling out at a lot of online retailers. And remember, this game is only available through March 31st. So if you want to buy some for your little kitties and your kitty cats, and all you cats and kittens, I'm Carol fucking Baskins. Make sure that you get it as soon as it's available.
1: I'll say, the game is only 5 gigs on the eShop. It is so worth just downloading. Just get it digitally. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't deal with the physical digital. hassle.
0: Here's, here's the other thing. You buy the physical version. Your kid eats it. They hate the taste of it. They throw it up. <laughs> Stomach acid all over the game cart. Boom. Game is lost forever. You can never play it. You can't buy it again because it's no longer in print. The digital version, however, download it to your Switch. You lose your Switch. You feed it to your kid. They throw it up. It's digital nintendo finds some way to fuck that up you don't ever have, have it again and it doesn't matter <laughs> <So>. <laughs> just kidding no digital is the way to go everybody um but i can understand like my brother's family my brother has a switch his daughter has a switch and then whenever the switch pro comes out he's going to pass on his switch to his son and then they're gonna have three switches and it's just gonna be easier to have one card that you pass between the switches rather than three digitally anyway anyway Hold on, we got some Breath of the Wild 2 news. And by that, I mean we're not getting Breath of the Wild 2 news. (laughs) Breath of the Wild 2 (laughs) 2 news won't be coming for, quote, a bit longer, the producer says. Uh, This comes from Matthew Olson at US Gamer. I'm going to let you uh, cry through this this quote. I'll read it it for you. Read the quote for us. Yeah.
1: We mentioned in June 2019 Nintendo Direct presentation that we had started development on the sequel to The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Many people around the world are still playing Breath of the Wild, so I'd like to thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Everyone, thank you so much. <laughs> I love <what> he says, <laughs> "Let me thank you from the bottom of my heart." Now I'm going to say that. Everyone, thank you so much. (laughs) Regarding the sequel, in order to make the vast world you've enjoyed exploring in the original game even more impressive, the team is working hard on its development. So you'll have to wait a bit longer before we can provide more updates. Here's Here's my thinking here, okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is
1: this them responding to the fact that they've had a few directs and we haven't heard anything because they've had a few directs recently and we haven't heard anything Will the partner directs being included in that and they had the mario one obviously and they're just saying hey i know you haven't seen the last few directs but like you know we need some more time we'll show it off here's where my head's at if we don't see more of this game with the game awards i'm gonna be so upset i want to see this game soon <laughs> i'm getting no. very impatient
0: Here's what's going to happen. We're not going to see it at Game Awards. We're not going to see it in the first quarter of next year. We're going to see it when they announce the Switch Pro. And we're going to see, you thought Breath of the Wild was great in 1080p. Wait till you see it in 4K. This is what Hyrule looks like now in stunning 4K with HDR on a 1080p screen on your Switch. (laughs) Uh, But no, I, I honestly think that they are saving the reveal for this, like what the world looks like in the mechanics, for showing you what it will look like on the Switch Pro as like a a showcase for that system, in addition to whatever Metroid is going to be, etc.
1: But Chad, I don't like that. (laughs) I want it now. They can show the Game Awards and still show it later on in 4K on the Switch Pro. They can still do that. Chad, don't ruin my life. Don't ruin my life with those comments. Don't do that to me.
0: Can't tell me what to do.
1: But they did announce something for you, Holden.
0: They announced Hyrule Warriors Dynasty Warriors 2. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. I don't remember what the actual name of it is, um, but it's a sequel to Hyrule Warriors, which is a prequel to uh, Breath of the Wild canonically. And if you liked Hyrule Warriors or Dynasty Warriors, this is for you. (laughs) Hold in for all of you audio listeners is giving half of the sign language for, I think it's poop or asshole or whatever this is.
1: I'm giving a thumbs down because I yeah. just don't care about this. I, I have Hyrule Warriors. Um, I deleted it off my Switch because I thought it was so boring. I don't care if there's more story details for Age of Calamity or the the war that happened with the against Calamity Ganon 100 years before Breath of the Wild. I don't care. I don't want to play that game. It doesn't interest me. I just don't care. Are you going to get the cool Amiibos people- that they re-release for the champions? No, don't care. I just want to play Breath of the Wild 2. That's all I care about.
0: Fake fan! <laughs> You're a fake fan.
1: If it comes out and it gets like glorious reviews and it's way better than, than other, well, specifically than Hyrule Warriors, the definitive edition, maybe I'll check it out. But I'm not feeling It's. – I'm sure it's going to be fine for people who like the Dynasty Warriors-style Warriors game. I don't like that kind of game. And the story details, I'll find out about from some Zelda YouTuber who redoes the whole timeline, including the Age of Calamity. I'll find out about the yep. story details then. Until then, don't need to know. I'm good.
0: Well, let's talk a little bit more about some meaty stuff. Let's transition out of our fetch quest and talk about the Microsoft quest log. Hold on, everyone. We're still not going to get to the Series X stuff yet. (laughs) We're going to hold that for our main quest. But we do have a couple more things to talk about that came, actually, from what was intended to be the same event. So there's a a press event that was supposed to happen this week. Uh, It's about 30 minutes long. It has now since leaked on Twitter. You can find it uh, a couple places on Twitter where they announce the Series S and they announce these next two things at the same time. Obviously... They have a discussion around it. It's like a whole 30-minute presentation that no longer needs to exist because it was all press releases and leaked early. The first one being that Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, the $15 a month subscription that includes Live and, uh, Live Gold and Game Pass, also now includes EA Play starting this holiday, says Joe Scrubbles at IGN. At no extra cost, you now get EA Play bundled in with your Game Pass Ultimate. Why do you... You're like, what does that mean? That means I get the E3 presentation every single year for free with my Game Pass? No, you silly <laughs> billy gumdrop. <laughs> EA Play is the same name as that, but it is the new name for the now bundled services that used to be EA Origin Access and uh, EA Ax- Early Access... Or EA Access and then EA Origin, yeah, which was the PC streaming thing and the console uh, early access. These are some of the things that are now part of that. You get to... uh Access 60 games from EA Play that are all from EA that are available from franchises like Battlefield, Mass Effect, FIFA, Skate, The Sims and more things from their backlog. Uh, You get discounts on EA games and titles as well and then you also get trials lasting up to 10 hours on new EA games. You get sometimes early access to select EA games as well before they launch. so that's all bundled in now with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for the same low monthly price of $14.99 US dollars. In that same announcement, Xbox Game Pass for PC, which launched in beta last year, leaves beta soon, and the subscription fee doubles, says Mer Merdad mer- mer- Kayat. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that again. <clears throat> and the subscription fee doubles, says Mirad mer- Fuck, Merdad Kayat <laughs> from Dual Shockers. Um <laughs> Xbox Game Pass for PC launched last year. It was not beta. It was 5 bucks for that subscription or included in Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, it is now being uh, upped to $9.99. It is no longer in beta, but still is included for the same price in Game Pass Ultimate. Holden, it's a lot of goodwill for our gamers. Uh, how does that strike you?
1: I think this is a really smart move on EA's part because Game Pass, as Phil Spencer has talked about recently, Game Pass subscribers spend more money on games overall. So EA is essentially positioning themselves to be kinda comfy with the the best, most valuable consumers, if you will. So if you're browsing the store, you're gonna have a better experience with EA games browsing the store than any other company. Oh, I wanna play this game versus another game. Well, one's made by EA, and I can sample that for 10 hours before I play it. I get a discount on it when I buy it. I get early access to it. It's like I'm sure that Microsoft I'm sure that there's some sort of like eating the cost of something and doing this for e a but they're gonna make it up by having a more enticing deal to the most valuable consumers it it's just i think it's really smart for them,
0: yeah, a hundred percent I think this is also hopefully. I think EA is really concentrating on making their subscription service a thing, just like Ubisoft is launching their own and everything like that. But I hope this is, like, one tiny step in the direction of these streaming services all coming together and being, like, one thing. Mm -hmm. You know how, like, everyone wants, like, CBS All Access. Stop trying to be a thing and just let Netflix buy you or let Hulu buy you. (laughs) I don't want to pay for another $5 service. Uh, This is kind of everyone having their own streaming service. I love that this is available as one thing for no extra cost. Mm -hmm. Um This is going to be great for consumers. It's going to be a great way to say, hey, you already have Game Pass Ultimate. You might have an Xbox and a PlayStation, but if you buy the game on Xbox, you can play it early. Or maybe you don't even have to buy the game on Xbox. Or if you choose to use your Game Pass Ultimate, you can stream this game through xCloud rather than if you buy it on PlayStation, you got to just pay full price and only play it on your TV. It will get a little hairy. I I know that sometimes... There's a little bit of confusion especially if, as i boot up my xbox i'm like what do i own and what do i only have downloaded via game pass and now there's going to be what do i own what's on game pass and what's ea play especially mm-hmm. as you start to think about what is streamable with xcloud like almost everything in game pass i think or maybe the entire catalog of game pass is going to be streamable and some ea play titles are streamable so i don't know if there's going to be a clear delineation on the icons or in the store or on the user interface of like what's ea access and what or sorry what's ea play and what's game pass
1: i also think you'll have to go to the ea play app specifically it's not integrated into the game pass section i think there's still two separate servers in terms of like an yeah. app on your xbox it's still technically two different services unless i'm misreading this but that's kind of the but gist I imagine that i got
0: like game pass is its own app that you go to as part of the store but yeah. when you download the game it's still its own icon on your dashboard
1: yeah, I'm talking about browsing the apps, though, and, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff, yeah. um, I mean, regardless, this is a big deal. Also, it, I think it kind of changes how I look at EA's approach to cross-gen titles, where they had the, this... I think it was EA, at least, where they had the weird, you have to buy the game... Before the end of the year, and then right, upgrade to Madden. an Xbox. Yeah. um it, This would kind of undo that because I'm assuming they're going to have the Series X versions of the games on EA Play as the default. I would assume I at least, but again, this is EA. In maybe general, they'll say you have to pay separate for, for that one. Who knows? Maybe, but
0: I don't know if this has changed since EA Play uh has been around. Uh, but when they announced EA Access, mm-hmm. um, they generally did not have new games on the service. They gener- it was like you could play a bunch of games from their backlog, and if okay. you bought the new game, you get to play it early. Hmm. But it it wasn't necessarily like a Game Pass where day and dra- day and date it drops on both services. I don't know if that's been updated since it came
1: out a couple of years ago. I'm really curious, actually. I want to look that up now because that would that does kind of change how I view the service. Yeah. I was under the s- assumption that they had all sorts of fun new games available. Um, Going into EA's, EA's website right now.
0: Webby-sidey. Webby, webby webby Which is why it was such a big deal whenever Game Pass said all of Microsoft's titles would drop day and date on this. Otherwise, I think EA Access was like $5 a month. And if you yeah, could play all of their expensive. brand new things for $5, that, that's a steal.
1: You know, it looks like there's EA Play and EA Play Pro. Only get EA Play. You don't get EA Play Pro. Don't be don't be greedy now.
0: Um, <laughs> EA Play Pro, I think, is a PC only thing.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what any of this stuff is. <laughs> I don't pay attention to EA <laughs> specifically. Um, yeah, it looks like like they have Madden 20, but they don't have Madden 21. And I think that's right, already which just came out last month. Yeah. So yeah, and, and you'd por- be right very poorly. <laughs> well, um, technically. Madden twenty is Madden twenty one in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
0: Yeah, I think that's it's a, a another excellent step in the direction for consumers. Even mm-hmm. if it's not quite what you thought it was, uh, I think it's a good move. And it's a huge that's a, that's a huge partnership for Xbox and EA to have that. I wonder how much that's going to influence people like you know, Ubisoft Plus or UPlay Plus.
1: They'll go to PlayStation, do that with PlayStation. Who knows? Well I don't know cuz PlayStation that could be, didn't that could, even
0: allow EA access until last year. But this could like, become oh no, we don't do that kind of stuff on our
1: platform. This could become a point of competition though. Like oh UVA yeah. play we're going to get Activision's new version or whatever. Does does Activision even have one? Well whenever they do. I don't think so. Like that could be something that Sony wants to get to entice a different set of consumers over to them. So this this yeah. could be an area of competition. Thanks for bringing up Sony, Holden. We've got some
0: Sony Questlog things to talk about. First and foremost being PS5 price and pre-order availability, rumored to be announced tomorrow, September 9th, if you're going by the date of this article. It says Logan Moore Dual Shockers. No, Logan Moore from DualShockers on September 8th. Obviously, that didn't happen because it's past September 9th right now. Uh, this came from Game, which is a UK retailer, and they eventually dele- deleted their tweet saying that the announcement would come on September 9th. But guess what did get revealed? PlayStation is holding, uh, Sony is holding a PlayStation 5 showcase on September 16th. says Michael McWhorter at Polygon. Yes, that's right. If you are listening to this on day one when it drops on Tuesday the 15th, this is tomorrow. Mark your calendars. 1 p.m. Pacific time. 4 p.m. Wait. Maybe that's wrong. It's 1 p.m. sometime in the world. Anyway, look it up. Just fucking go Google it. It's 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh... All we know that they've announced is that we'll, there will show games coming to the PS5 at launch and beyond. But now that Xbox's has pulled has showed their cards, uh, it is about time that we know the PS5 price and launch date and pre-order date. So that's what I'm speculating is coming. That is not what Sony is saying is coming, but it's going to be about a 40-minute presentation,
1: and uh, it's coming. Chad, Yeah, Chad. I think it's time we Hold jump on. into... Or Summer Games Bet-Fest.
0: Oh! That's right! It's Summer Games Bet-Fest! <laughs> bet. Fest. bet. Oh, that's right. Summer Games Bet-Fest, where we take bets on last game... <laughs> where we take bets on Summer's Best Game Fest. Summer, Summer Game Fest. Summer, Summer of Gaming. The rest are best for
1: bets. Bet. bet. I missed the first one. I, I apologize. Okay. I love you. Um, so, this is basically just going to be... Because I, I agree. I think they're going to announce the launch date. I'd be I think it'd be such a terrible move to hold this event and not announce price and release date I think it'd be yeah. a terrible move so such a bad move they have to announce it so we're gonna assume they're going to and we're gonna figure out right now we're gonna make put our bet down on which day the ps5 is going to be coming out which day PS5 is coming out which day I can,
0: I can tell you right now it is coming out November 13th Friday November
1: 13th you think 13th
0: yep i think it's the 13th All right. so it's that is the release date. that is the release date of call of duty uh cod blops cow we know that sony has a partnership with activision for call of duty as well as destiny and many other things activision and i think it's going to be a day and date release with it they're going to have some kind of promotion where they're like play call of duty on the world's best console playstation 5 on launch day
1: this is gonna be a really interesting uh, discussion and debate we're gonna have here because um, I agree. Uh, November thirteenth is the exact date that I had written down as well, so, <laughs> so I'm writing both of ours down. Um, we're gonna be putting a poll up. I'm basically just gonna put a poll up for every Friday of the month of November because I feel like Fridays probably. I don't
0: know, and then like Xbox if it's on a Tuesday, week,
1: it. it could. But if that happens, then just if the, the community will be right as long as it's the same week in terms right. of the poll. All but right. we are being so held to a say, higher standard. why do you say
0: week of blank? Week of okay. blank. So we'll just say week All of... All the way up through Black Friday. Because we know they have to do it before Black Friday. Perfect.
1: All Can right. we uh, talk down. about last week's BetFest? Yes. So actually... And how within 24
0: hours...
1: <laughs> 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 so what we're actually going to do here is... Oh, shit. I actually didn't write that one down. Um... What was that one again then? Run us through that Last one. Last one's Betfest was Do you think in
0: September we'll find out about launch price or sh- or release date for any <laughs> of these consoles? <laughs> and then the next day it leaked. And I said no. And you, you and said- Dusty said no. And I said, We have to, right?
1: Yes. So you got a point for that. I have to add a point Yeah, I for fucking you, nailed then. that one. <laughs> um, Five points. So, I actually have everything compiled now for everything um, BetFest-related. And we're going to go through each bet we've made so far, because you have two weeks left of this, two, three weeks okay. left of this now. And we're going to kind of lay out what it looks like for the home run stretch. So, there have been 14 possible points that we've given out for, uh, each for the total of all the weeks. The first week we did was the PS5 event predictions... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all the way back, way back when, when PlayStation 5 first had their showcase. The first thing we put a bet on was if there's going to be a V-shape for the console. (laughs) I'm so glad that didn't exist. So you said no V-shape. You did say in the, this is totally good on you, in the recording you said that it will keep the cooling part of the internal structure, however, and that seems to have been the case. So you totally got that. That was one point awarded to you. I said it was going to have the V-shape, so I had no points awarded to me. <laughs> you and the can community, suck it. The community also said no V-shape, so the community got one point as well. Community can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for games, we made a prediction of two games that would be announced at that event. Chad, your predictions were Gran Turismo 7 and Horizon 2, so you get two points. Hell yeah. I said Ratchet and & Clank and God of War 2, so I got oh. one point. Uno Domingo. The community said Horizon uh, 2 and Ratchet and & Clank 2, so they got two points. The next week, we did the Lockhart announcement and whether or not Lockhart would be announced this year. Uh. This year, So, Chad, you said it was going to whether it, it would be this be- year. Gotcha. Okay. So this was going to be at a two points because there's announced and then releasing is each a point. Gotcha. So you said it's going to be announcing uh, this year, but coming out next year. So you got one point for that. And then me and the community both said it was not going to be announced this year at all. So we got no points. You
0: guys can suck it.
1: We had the new Pokemon Let's Go game, which turned out not to be a Pokemon Let's Go (laughs) game at all. So just no points were awarded in that bet. We all can suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This next one, we don't, have yet. So we it's the Avengers Metacritic score as of September thirtieth. Is that like yet. This
0: week people are just starting to post full reviews of it. So
1: Yeah. We'll we'll wait a little bit. Wait a little bit. Uh Chad, you uh predicted between seventy and eighty for the Metacritic score. I predicted between sixty and seventy and the community also predicted between seventy and eighty. Okay. 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 So we'll find out that one pretty soon. I think right now who knows who PlayStation four, it was it's at sixty seven right now. So we'll see how that kind of changes as more reviews come in. But the next one is out of two points as well. And we have half of it for this one. And that <laughs> is the next-gen console price, Series X and PS5. Kind of relevant to this week. We'll talk about this later on, but we'll spoil a little bit of it right now. So the Xbox, Chad, you predicted, is going to be $400. I predicted it was going to be four hundred dollars, and the community just outshined the both of us, and they said five hundred buckaroos. And the problem is that was five hundred dollars, not five hundred buckaroos. So no Aww. points awarded to the community. Just kidding. how many dunkaroos does that convert to, though? Fifteen. Oh, that's yeah, good. Fifteen. Uh, PlayStation for PS5, PlayStation you're saying so $400. Wait, none of, you and I don't get points for that, right? Because We don't get points for that, no. We landed right it in the middle
0: of the two prices.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, this is also for Series X specifically and PS5. Since we didn't know ah, if gotcha. Lockhart was a thing or not, we decided gotcha, just to gotcha, leave gotcha, it gotcha, out gotcha, and just stick with the PS5 and uh, Series X. We also were basing it off of the introductory model. So, like, for PS5, for example, if digital, digital. is 400 yeah. and the disc-based version is is 500 we would go off of the digital version being four hundred. Um, Chad, you predicted four hundred, I predicted five hundred, and the community predicted five hundred for PS5. We'll find out about that one we'll pretty find soon out probably. On um the Xbox game showcase. We were going to we bet on Jeff Keeley's poll and how people were going to respond. Oh, and the right. poll was A B C D. Uh, Chad, you predicted a D. Uh, I predicted a B and the community predicted an A, and it turned out to be a B.
0: <gasps> I can suck it! <laughs>
1: <laughs> just uh, a few more here. Uh, grounded Metacritic. Um, <laughs> there, There is no Metacritic score because it just didn't get any oh, reviews, right. really. So no points awarded at all for that. Um, this next one, we don't know about yet, but I think we can make a definitive... St- actually, I think we can make a definitive, definitive statement on this one now, actually. I take that back. Microsoft discontinues Xbox Live Gold. And they've kind of they come out and said... They have not done that. that. And they've kind of said there's no changes coming to Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. But they haven't definitively said anything about that yet. So I'm going to say that it's no on that because they kind of... We can reevaluate out,
0: at the end of the month if something changes.
1: Yeah. I'm leaving it blank for right now. But on that one, um, you said no. I said yes. And the community said yes. So it's looking like it's going to go to you right now. But at September 30th, yeah. we'll just judge it from there. Um, and then this week's PS5 release date, November 13th, for you and me, go from there. So, how does this all shake up the points? Well, out of 14 possible points so far, Chad, you have five points, Ooh. I have two points, and the community Ooh. has four points, and there's oh. four points that are still to be determined. It's anyone's game. It's anyone's game, so it's possible. I'm feeling like you're probably still going to win this, because <laughs> you've been doing very well so far. But that's it's because I'm at. from the future. You've you've seen everything. You know what's going to happen. You're actually the inverted version of Chad going back in time right now. Oh, my God. Yes, please.
0: We should get a tattoo (laughs) together. Sorry, I just saw your tattoo, and then I realized I also have a tattoo. We should get a tattoo. That's it for Games on Game Show. (laughs) I mean, Summer game (laughs) Bet Fest. A little recap there. Uh, Before we move on to our third-party quest log, there's one more Sony-related thing, and it is a rumor. Rumor, rumor, rumor has it. Final Fantasy 16 will be unveiled soon as timed PS5 exclusive, says Dominic Khan at PlayStation Lifestyle. Um, this is something that's actually been rumored a little bit. Imran Khan from Kind of Funny Games and also formerly of Game Informer uh, says Wednesday would be a good time to show this off. Who knows if he knows insider information or is just making a prediction. Uh, but i feel like it is about time we heard about final fantasy 16 especially absolutely with their their release cycle like they should have announced it three years ago for release in 2030 <laughs> but <laughs> uh yeah it's time and the, you know playstation playing with all those exclusives like it is that's that's very likely i think that it's going to come to ps5 first
1: yeah, so I was I was did some looking at the the release cadences and Final Fantasy 13 Part 3 came out November 2013 in Japan and February 2014 in North America. And then only 2 years later, uh, Final Fantasy 15 came out so th- in November 2016. And the last DLC for that came out in 2019. They were going to make more DLC and they canceled it presumably to work on something else, which mm-hmm. I if, if we're assuming this is a correct rumor is probably final fantasy 16 and i think it's time as well at least to get an announcement for it final yeah. fantasy 7 part 2 is probably a ways off yeah 100 percent. and to kind of release between final fantasy part 1 and 2 i think would make sense to kind of hold us over so i think it's time and i think a timed exclusive as well would make sense because that's what final fantasy 7 is getting so why not final fantasy 16 as well i believe it yeah I believe it. Before
0: I, I forgot that I brought this in here to show off. Before we leave our PlayStation Quest log, my mommy was cleaning out some stuff from my closet, and look what she <laughs> found. Everyone, it's my old PS One. It's the smaller redesign with the officially licensed PlayStation PS One LCD screen. Oh, is, an, is it a Retina display?
1: Is it four K? It is uh,
0: a display that will make your retinas bleed if you try to look at it for too long. <laughs> Uh, I did not end up as a kid getting the battery pack, so I do still have to have it plugged into power. But I have all of my PS1 games on disc still in a filing cabinet. I have. She also found my original Xbox with the Xbox third-party screen that you can put on top and flip up. All of my old Xbox games that I'm going to now on a, a Series X, we'll talk about later, that I'm going to pre- play backwards compat. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it. I just wanted to show that off. There's also a Game Boy somewhere in the house. She told me she put it somewhere. I can't find it. But I'm going to find that Game Boy. I'm going to probably look at it and then not play it. <laughs> Y'all, let's talk about our third-party quest talk because we got to get to this Microsoft stuff. Third-party. Apple allows streaming games on iOS, but there's a catch, says Kyle Orland at Tech Technica. Uh, as we've talked about before, Stadia and xCloud and other game streaming services like them are currently not allowed on iOS. However, Apple updated their App Store guidelines last week to include ability for streaming game platforms. But the catch is that, well, the apps can be a catalog for these, but the games on them still have to be submitted individually to the App Store and downloaded as a separate download and install. And any in-app purchases still have to go through uh, the App Store as well. Uh, which is obviously still nowhere near where we need to be for these game streaming services to survive. So keep being vocal. Keep telling Apple, get off your old dinosaur, strike it with a meteor, and catch up to a 65 million years later in the future. 65 million years later in the future, uh, and allow these things on iOS. This is some old bullshit. Yeah, some bullshit. I it's am, good. I am. I am giving them credit for saying. We're open to amending our rules, and now it's time to say that's not good enough
1: yeah it's it feels like a ploy to get a bunch of money from in app purchases. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me, and it's kind of shitty like the part that I think was the the strangest is that they have to offer the in app subscription options in app, so like stadia Pro or a game Pass, the subscription would have to be offered in the app. Netflix doesn't have to do that. YouTube doesn't have to do that. Hulu doesn't Comics have to do that. Do Amazon Prime doesn't have to do that. But for some reason these apps have to. Why? I don't know. And I understand like I'm on Apple's side when it comes to privacy stuff. Where you know they got to maintain their platform, they got to make sure it's nice and safe because it's one of the primary selling features of iPhones nowadays is how secure it is. And it lives up to that. Like it's a very safe device to be on. But the review process doesn't apply in that same way to streaming games because at no point does a streaming game have contact with your phone. So, like, they can approve the Xbox Game Pass app. I'm fine with that. But, like, if you really think about it, you're streaming Halo, right? You playing Halo, all the game controls go through the Game Pass app, which means it goes through Microsoft. It doesn't go through 343 to, right. like, there's nothing 343 has connection to, or any of the EA Play games would have connection to. Like, none of that contacts your phone directly. Only the Game Pass app does, because that's where all the controls happen for the game. So I just... This is so inconsistent with their rules, and it financially benefits Apple so much unnecessarily. I'm totally not cool with this. Yep. It's dumb. Keep pressure on them, everyone. Yep. Don't let up. It worked so far. Hopefully, it continues to in the future.
0: Hopefully. Speaking of the future, Ubisoft is looking forward with their Ubisoft Forward September 2020 event. Everything announced, says Matt Kim at IGN. We're going to run through these. I'm going to let you know ahead of time. Spoiler alert. It was boring as hell. I didn't (laughs) even include all of them in here. I
1: I disregarded so many of the really boring
0: ones. Great. Wonderful. There was more Trackmania. (laughs) Woo! Woo! Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake is coming on January 21st, 2021 to a bunch of platforms. Um, this one actually leaked, I think, a day ahead of time. This is the remake, which they are throwing around that term very loosely, of the original <laughs> title. The original of that Sands of Time trilogy way back from 2008, I think it was. 2000, no, maybe 2003, because 2008 was the Nolan North Prince of Persia Anyway, the old-ass games that everyone loves introduce quick-time events and that kind of stuff as really mainstream game design. But it is it is not a remake. It is an HD remaster. Those character models look old as hell. It uh, Resident Evil was a remake. Resident Evil 2 was a remake. That's a remaster, sir. Also, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, the complete edition, arrives this holiday on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and Stadia. Why is this significant? Because the original game that launched with the movie, which a lot of people loved, that beat-em-up brawler style, uh, was no longer, they got pulled from the store, was no longer available to download or play anywhere in the world. It was never released physically, so you could never play it. Uh, and now it's coming back. Still not physically, so they could still pull it at any time. Uh, but lots of people are going crazy over it. I bought it and played it when it came out. and I was, I'm, not, I'm not good at brawlers, like side-scrolling brawlers, beat-em-ups. Um, so I did not get past just the first I also find boss. them really
1: boring. Yeah, yeah. You just walk in one direction and mash a button. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good.
0: Next off, next up on the list, uh, the game that was previously called Prince Gods and Monsters uh, was rebranded as Immortals Phoenix Rising, and it arrives December 3rd, and they showed a lot of this game. And in fact, they had a big gameplay segment afterwards as well that they streamed. It looks pretty cool. Uh, nothing uh, i'm probably gonna play unless it's included free on game pass and i have literally nothing else to do but it looks pretty cool uh then there's Riders republic was announced looks pretty dope again if it's on game pass i'll play it if it's not it looks cool far cry vr interesting announcement for our current time coming in 2021 uh to physical VR locations where you all have to gather in a small room wearing VR headsets that you swap out with strangers. Uh, (laughs) I didn't even
1: look at it that way. That's hilarious.
0: Seems a little tone deaf. (laughs) Well, it's kind of the gist of
1: uh, Ubisoft right now in a lot of ways is tone deaf.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The game itself, I mean, it looks really good if you're able to get it and you're not going to die from it, but uh, that's coming. And then... AGOS, A Game of Space, AGOS is a VR space exploration game that is coming out. Looks fine. And then I think this is in reference to uh you wrote 2 Crew 2 Furious The Chase Season 1. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was this actually?
1: The Crew 2.
0: Gotcha. I think that yeah. Did they announce something 3 like a uh, number 3 racing? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I have no idea. More Crew 2 shit. I just had to um, write in Crew 2 Crew Two Crew, Two Furious. I had to write that in there. I had, yeah, had yeah, to. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Crew Harder. Crew Harder. So that was announced, uh, again, <clears throat> Ubisoft Forward. It was two hours Holden. They they, got, they should have learned from the last one that like they don't have two hours of shit to talk about. Speaking of shit that they don't have I to talk about I didn't even watch yet, it because
1: I just didn't. It in, wasn't interested. I had
0: it on the background while I was doing work stuff. But uh, things they did not announce... In that two hours, Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Skull and Bones are apparently quadruple-A games, says Arminicon at PlayStation Lifestyle. Careful about overhyping your games and setting them up for failure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Skull and Bones was announced is back now. Uh, it had again. gone on hiatus for a little bit. Back again, you're right. Uh, they, had, they had ceased to work on it and tried to figure out a new direction to go in. They delayed it. It is now back. It's going to be kind of different. They don't have anything to show off yet until next year. But it's coming back apparently as a quadruple-A game. Uh, And then also the um, Ars Technica Technica director Cyril Mosquillier claims that his profile – claims on his profile that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is an open-world universe – sorry, an open-universe quadruple-A game. And apparently there's also another unannounced quadruple-A game – According to Yanni Doyen at Ubisoft Berlin, so Ubisoft is just out there saying, "Y'all, we're better than every other game studio out there because we're making quadruple A games." And by game studio, I mean Ubisoft's a publisher.
1: I wonder if this They're is setting a themselves I- up for failure. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see what happens when the games come out. I wonder if it's a change in business model for Ubisoft. Because they release a lot of games, but maybe they're trying to release fewer games, but have them be these big tentpole games, such as a Red Dead Redemption 2, where they don't release them that often. It's usually you know many, many, many years between them, but it's a gigantic release when it comes out. It makes much more money as a result of being a bigger kind of landmark release, and maybe they're going for that. Beyond Good and Evil 2, I can see them pulling it off. Because it's kind of already been pitched as from the very beginning as this giant, you know... Uh, I mean, the open universe concept something they've, they've already talked about. That's not really even new information. Just the quadruple-A part is what's new. So I can see them pulling it off with, with Beyond Good and Evil, too. I can see that. They've shown off as already very, very ambitious. Skull and Bones started off being sh- as, like... Remember that one part of this triple-A game... Black Flag that you liked where you could sail around in ships and, and fire cannons and whatnot. Yeah, we're going to turn this into, into its own game. I fail to see how they can take a portion of a triple A game and make that its own quadruple-A experience. Like, that just breaks logic in my brain. It's like saying... <laughs> it's like a logical gap of, like, the population of Los Angeles is greater than the population of California. Like, no, it's not. that Because one is within <laughs> the other. Like, it's not possible. Uh, It kind of reminds me of that. How can you take a portion of a game and make it bigger, like way bigger than the game it even came from? I really, this just seems strange to me. I don't
0: know. I don't know. We'll have to
1: wait and see. Mostly
0: because the community didn't let us play Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, so I I can't speak to any of the ship combat. We'll never know. (laughs) Uh, Holden, it is about time to talk about the Xbox launch info. But just before we do, let me tell you about Affable Idiots. Affable Idiots is the brand under which we fall, along with our sister podcast, A-A-W-I, and also with you, uh, and uh, a bunch of other fun things that we want to do, including things that we just shipped, like the grind. Uh, But all of these kind of video versions of these podcasts, are just the beginning, we want to do a lot more. In return, we need your support. Support doesn't have to mean money, but it does have to mean like telling us you like our shit, and uh, supporting us with hearts and emojis and uh, just by subscribing. How can you do that for free? Well you can go to YouTube you silly gitch. Gitch is a, <laughs> is a, a goaty bitch apparently. Uh, <laughs> you can go to YouTube. Subscribe on all our channels. As soon as we get to 100 we can get a a vanity name. YouTube.com slash Fire. Or if we want we can say YouTube.com slash Paris Hilton's Insides. <laughs> Whatever we wanted to say. We Probably can not say that. it. Uno! <laughs> If you get us to 100 subscribers and you donate on a, on a tier on our Patreon, maybe we'll make that. Um, <laughs> how else can you do this? Free of money obligations. Uh, you can go to your favorite podcast service. You can rate us five stars. You can give us a carrot to a horse if we are a horse. That carrot will be five stars. And leave us a little, leave us a little message too. It's our love language. And then finally, as I just mentioned, we have a Patreon for Respawn Aim Fire over at patreon.com/slash/respawnaimfire. Surprise! You don't have to have a hundred patrons to get a, a fucking URL there. Uh, so if you want to support us there, one dollar gets you everything, which is game night with us. Which again was Among Us last week. Uh, oh, sorry, Warzone last week. Among Us the week before, and. uh... It also gets you super cool wallpapers, like the dope Avengers wallpaper we just put out this month. Yeah! And then it also lets you influence what we play. You have chosen for our influenced game, a.k.a. Barf, Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends, for this month and next, Horizon Zero Dawn. Does this include the DLC, The Frozen Wilds? I'm going to say no, but on it's your month, so it's really up to you.
1: Well, uh, you've played the game before. Is it necessary? Do you think that to understand the story of Horizon, it's necessary to play for Frozen Wilds?
0: The game is 100% one of the best games, especially from a story perspective and lore perspective, without the Frozen Wilds. It is not necessary for you to play that to get the full enjoyment of the game. It's fun if you okay. enjoy Horizon and you want to go play that on your own, but I'm saying it's not a good requ- it's not required for our barf game. Okay. You have until October Halloween 31st, or whenever we record that episode, to play it. After which, Nintendo will discontinue Horizon Zero Dawn on your system. (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, Holden, we have an episode of The Grind out right now. It is our most viewed video on YouTube. And you have an update for us on future episodes. Please go.
1: Yeah, so the original plan was to release one episode per week. Uh, and then I posted this episode of The Grind, uh, on a lot of places on Reddit, um, just to let people know about it, but also to get feedback, and I figured, uh, I would get good counter-arguments from the Stadia community, so I posted to the Stadia community on Reddit, and boy, did they hate it, and, uh, <laughs> review bomb, I guess they review bombed or dislike bombed the video, <laughs> so. For, um, for people who are not aware of what The Grind is, will
0: you kind of give them a, a oh, brief rundown of it?
1: Yeah, The Grind is basically... Uh, every season of The Grind is a multi-part breakdown of some large topic. In this case, I'm breaking down Stadia, kind of why it's launched, was lackluster, and then that's the episode that just launched. And the other two episodes that are going to be coming out are about how their launch compares to the introduction of Microsoft as a, as a um, video game brand, PlayStation, and Nintendo as well. And then the final part is just the viability of, of Stadia in the future. Will it be a, a, a major player? So... I took a lot of the feedback that I got from the Stadia community. Mo- I'm not going to go through all of it, but most of the feedback was um, not great. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> like it at all. Um, and, Surprise! But there was some... Surprise! You
0: pitched, you pitched this anti-Stadia thing to a bunch of Stadia fanboys.
1: I, yeah, but it wasn't like designed to be anti-Stadia, although someone said I was trying to push an agenda, which is really funny. But anyway... Um, so, I wanted to take their feedback and, and respond to it, and I'm kind of thinking about like the best ways to do that because there's some valid feedback that is worth mentioning in terms of like valid counter arguments to what I proposed in the video um doesn't change my opinion a lot, but I do think that it's their valid points that are still worth discussing and kind of where I fall on them. So I'm gonna do a fourth part as like a conclusion to all this to kind of get to kind of collect all the feedback from all the episodes and then release that fourth episode to kind of go through those counter arguments. But with the combination of kind of reassessing how I'm going over the next few episodes and, and, I started school this week, and it was my first time at a real university, whereas I was at a community college before. And boy, I was not, not expecting the workload to increase nearly as much as it did. So I'm going to take the next two weeks and kind of assess like, what that new school workload load looks like, um, reassessing things for the future of The Grind. And then in about like two, maybe three weeks, I'll be posting episodes again once every week. So look forward to that. Sorry that I didn't keep with that cadence I kind of wanted to, but I think that the feedback I'm getting is valid enough. I do need to reassess. Uh, kind of the the future, uh, and I can actually post the Reddit post so people can see the feedback for themselves <laughs> if they really if they really want to.
0: but you know the old Miyamoto quote, "A delayed game is eventually good, but let's talk about Microsoft Xbox.
1: Before we do that, I have to poop so bad.
0: Okay, <laughs> I just while I'm going to talk through the specs. I'm just going to let everyone know the specs the difference between the two. Or right, do, you wanna, right is, do you think it's going to be a long poop and we should just hold for a moment? Hold slide. Okay, everyone. Never know. We're going to let Holden go poop. Uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to Respawn Aim Fire, the official podcast where you get updated on Holden's bowel movements. You're welcome. We are <laughs> jumping in to our main quest. The Xbox launch info we've been waiting for. The droids we are looking for are here. Here's how this is going to work. We're going to run down... Uh, what was announced about the series s, we are going to talk about the price and the release date, and then we 're going to talk about what does this mean? Is this good? Is this bad? does this influence you to get one? if so, which one etc cetera, etc cetera. let 's start with introducing the Xbox series s delivering next gen performance in our smallest Xbox ever available November tenth at two hundred and ninety nine says Liz Harmon at xbox Boom. wire well there 's a lot of the info I just said we were going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so alongside the series x the series s was announced this week on accident uh, as it was leaked here's the the rundown it is a digital only alternative to the series x it has a similar uh compute power in its cpu to the series x uh it's just underclocked a little bit it has a gpu that's where the main difference is between the two consoles the series x is a 12 tera- teraflop gpu Series S has four teraflops. Um, the The big difference when it comes to the GPU is the Xbox Series X is meant to push 4K at 120 frames per second, up to 120 frames per second, but consistently 4K60. Whereas the Series S caps out at 1440p native at up to 120 frames per second um, with the ability to upscale to a 4K television when that comes out. Uh, sorry, if you're connected to a 4K TV. So 1440p versus 4K is essentially the difference there. It still has the same NVMe SSD on the inside. It is a 512 hard drive on the Series S versus the one terabyte on the Series X. It does have the expansion slot available uh, for the the one terabyte Seagate expansion drive. It has 10 gigs of RAM versus the Series X's 16 gigabytes of RAM, uh, a little bit slower version of RAM as well. And significantly, big, slower. Uh, significantly slower a significantly slower ramp yeah the big whopping difference is it is almost half the price of the series x the series x was revealed to be 500 dollars or 499 us dollars whereas the series s is a next-gen console coming in at 299 uh so essentially you get the same velocity architecture you get the same benefits of the ssd you get the uh same up to 120 frames per second the high frame rate versus the resolution you get the ability to upscale to 4k and you get it all for 300 bucks for a next gen console we also learned that it's coming november 10th uh so we have the release date that's that tuesday november 10th the same date that assassin's creed valhalla releases coincidence probably not Uh, and then I believe we have, so we'll talk about this next story here, just cause I think we've almost covered all of it. The Xbox series X pre-orders open September 22nd. That's this upcoming, um, week after you hear this podcast and it releases November 10th Says Jenny Leda at Silicon era. We know the pricing. They also announced that they are expanding Xbox all access, which is something that they started in the U S that subscription service that you get a console and two years of game pass for one monthly price game pass ultimate. Sorry. The Series S will be $24.99, the Series X will be uh, be $35, or $34.99 for 24 months, and then they also released a graphic that says the the Xbox One S will be $22.99 as part of that as well. Uh, So all of that includes Game Pass. The Series S comes at a significant discount. You basically get it for, uh, I think it was around 80% the price if you take the full price of the Game Pass out of that subscription series x gets i think it's like 96 percent, so like 20 dollar discount um after you take out the xbox game pass from that holden this is this new access is also coming to 17 retailers in 12 different territories so it's expanding significantly over the globe does the xbox series s do anything for you is it a smart move are you going to get one
1: when I get an Xbox, I'm definitely gonna get the Series S. I have a 4K monitor, so like I would benefit from having the Series X. But that price difference is significant, and I don't like. I'm fine with having 1440p on my games. I that's not gonna bother me that much. The hard drive being smaller is concerning because that's already half the size of the hard drive I currently have in my Xbox One S. But I, I I'll just get a um what are the, the expandable slot storage, whatever whenever that comes out
0: Does, I saw the I, rumor. I just wanted to mention yeah the rumored price of that storage is
1: $220 <laughs> it's I so I looked up the NVMe 4.0 if you were to get like an internal SSD and the price yeah. difference actually is not that significant so I don't think that they're actually uh, that the big issue i think is that they don't have smaller hard drive sizes to get you can't get a 256 gig one or right. 512 it looks like you're only able to get 1 terabyte but it's comparably priced with other 1 terabyte internal ssds so if you yeah. consider the fact that they're probably miniaturizing it they're putting some nice little hardware so it clips in really easy like uh, with the with great ease i actually don't think it's a terrible price it is a lot of money but compared to the a similar product uh i don't think it's that bad and that comes from pricing on newegg um but i i still think the series s is the way to go digital only sounds good to me i got no problems with that it's just it seems like a great deal and especially if you can get approved for all access that's an even better deal like why wouldn't you do that i'm really impressed with the series s and i think that it's a, it's something Sony has to respond to. I feel, because the yeah. next gen PlayStation PlayStation Five, there's no way the digital version is going to cost three hundred dollars. There's just no way it can get that low. So this is huge for uh, for Microsoft.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's also worth mentioning that it is tiny. This box yeah. is it is. The smallest Xbox ever made. It is 11 inches by 6 inches. 6 inches. That's like half the size of my penis. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, You can comfortably hold it in one hand. There's been a lot. Like they sent dummy units to a bunch of outlets. You can see people holding them side by side, comparing them. Uh, It's it's crazy how small this thing is. Uh, Aesthetically, it's an interesting choice. (laughs) It is a, a, a white box with a big black air vent on it that looks like a speaker to me I think the funniest one is the one you sent where it's the drive through order <laughs> it's like yeah it looks like the speaker box at a drive through uh, there are a lot of fun memes out there about it and but Microsoft's playing about- along
1: with them really funny like, and, uh, they're being very playful with it they're not are they like Yeah, so like there'll be tweets where someone posts, like, hi, can I get a pep suit that? It's like, sir, this is an Xbox. And then Microsoft <laughs> will respond to that and just say, sir, this is an Xbox Series S. Like <laughs> they, They're being pretty fun with it. It's, it's good to see that.
0: I think if you look at it not from the, like, oh, my gosh, it has almost all the things Series X does. But if you, if you instead flip it and say, what is it missing? Well, you're really only missing the Blu-ray drive, the 4K Blu-ray drive. Yeah. You are missing uh, half the storage and you're missing some compute power in the GPU. And by some, I mean a lot of compute power in the GPU, but it doesn't matter if you're upscaling to 4K. And like you mentioned, 1440p with some decent upscaling on a 4K monitor will still look pretty good. Yeah. Um, it, is, it is pretty significant, the amount of uh, market share I think this is going to take. Uh, this, I think this, this is holiday. going to be
1: the default at least the default Xbox for people to get. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier that most people are going into, uh, are looking for higher uh, frame rates as opposed to higher resolution. Right. And this lines up with that perfectly. For people who yeah. care about the resolution, you can get the Series X. But for everyone else, the Series S is perfect.
0: Let's talk about, real quick, I want to compare it to like the 1X and the 1S. A lot of people, yeah. like I had, I had predicted that whatever this, the Lockhart, which turned up the Series S... Would basically be a 1X, but with the new architecture and the SSD to take advantage of Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And it turns out it's pretty close to that uh, with only a little bit of difference in RAM. I believe the 1X has uh, one or two gigabytes more of RAM available than the Series S. So there will be a couple of compromises, most notably backwards compatibility games that had 1X enhancements. You won't be able to see those same enhancements on Series S, but you still will see some other differences as well but essentially it's a one X with the faster hard drive, with the higher compute power. Uh, They're also selling the 1S alongside these two consoles. And if the Xbox all access pricing of 23 bucks a month is like any kind of good comparison, it looks like that's gonna be around 199, which I think it kind of, maybe it's at 250 right now, or maybe it's at 199. Um, it's a pretty significant jump over that. The 1S can technically do 1440 P, but it cannot upscale to 4K. So if you have a 4K monitor, it actually just shows 1080p. Um, and it obviously can't do anywhere near uh, 120 frames per second. It has no HDR. Nope. This will have HDR. Series S and Series X, they also announced that this thing, the leaked thing that no longer is going to be shown because it doesn't need to be. They both will have be the first gaming experiences with Dolby Vision built in, which yeah. is like the best HDR that's available right now. Yeah. Um, and that comes with the Series S as well. It's it's amazing how much they were able to pack into this box without compromises. Now it has been rumored that they are taking one fuck ton of a loss on this console though. Like in the multiple hundreds of dollars per console loss. But I think they're gonna make up for it, obviously, with services. If you get the Xbox all access, that's two years of Game Pass to get you hooked, and then it's such a good value, you're obviously gonna continue from there. You're gonna if you get this and it becomes your primary gaming machine, you're gonna be buying third-party games on it. You're gonna be buying first-party games on it. I do think it is a little bit of a miss. It's not significant enough, but it's a little bit of a miss for it to be the more accessible, affordable console and not be able to buy used games for it. The fact that it's missing oh, a yeah. drive—that's uh, yeah. for families who are really like frugal and maybe they only buy a few games a year or their kids and they buy them like a bunch of games at christmas or something like that like used games is a really big thing a way to afford things trade in other games that you can get new games um and that's a little bit of a miss that they can't do that on here however again like game pass kind of takes care of that if you want something new especially now ea play is involved like you have a whole new catalog of things you didn't know about uh or you didn't have access to before so i don't know i think overall it's a huge step forward and you mentioned you if when you get one or if you get one it's going to be a series s right 100% yeah do you think and you currently have a 1s i
1: have a 1s yeah
0: and you see this as enough of an upgrade to to get a series s do you think if someone has a 1x that the series s is the way to, is enough of an upgrade to justify an extra $300
1: i don't think that the consumer who would want to get the pricier better looking last generation console would opt for the lower end next-gen console so i think that if you bought a one x the chances of you going to a series s is already very low you're going to go to a series x if you're going to upgrade at all i think at that point um i, I yeah I, I think for most people who have yeah that's my point
0: I, I think that microsoft kind of is right there along with you and that's their belief they talked about mm-hmm. in that little press the 30 minute video press release um That the one x was really a console that was for the most dedicated gamers that wanted to play that on the most powerful console that get the most out of it whereas the series s while it's similarly spec'd uh they're going in saying this is something that's for more that's making it more accessible to a wider audience at launch that's they mentioned that that's specifically a goal is a lot of people a new generation they feel left out they can't take part in it because the consoles are so expensive they have to wait for them to come down in price so this is really their answer to letting more people in on next-gen features at a at a much smaller cost.
1: The big thing, I think, just when upgrading, regardless of going to Series X or Series S, is the NVMA drive. I think that regardless of which one you upgrade to, that is going to be hugely beneficial. It's going to benefit you in having the multiple resumes, and it's also going to benefit you just the faster loading times, all that kind of stuff. That I feel like that's the big reason to go up to next-gen, especially on yeah. Xbox.
0: That As as you mentioned, the NVMe drive, like the 512 was another point of contention for me. It was like, for a Mm -hmm. digital-only console, that's a small hard drive. And you mentioned they do have the Seagate expansion drive, even though it's going to be almost the price of the console itself just to get that drive. But there are two other things to consider. One is that Game Pass that you have for two years, if you go all-access, includes xCloud, and you don't even (laughs) have to have any hard drive space for that. You can stream it all. But also for... uh, for all of their games, you can use a 3.1 USB drive as well. It'll be slower. Obviously, you won't be able to take advantage of the load times and things like that. Especially if it's something that is enhanced for next-gen. You won't see those enhancements if you're running them off of that drive.
1: I think this is also going to be easier, though, to switch back and forth between that game being stored on your internal hard drive and the 3- 3.1 USB drive. Yeah. So, that it won't be too bad.
0: Overall... I'm very excited, very, very excited for Microsoft for having this uh, available at launch. It's going to be great for them. I, I do notice the switch in where they're they're previous to this month had been all about like we don't believe in generations anymore you play an xbox game wherever you want and then in the reveal and talking about this they say the words next gen like thirty five thousand times and they're like oh yeah and in generation nine we're doing this and then this is a new generation people want to get into the new generation of consoles and it's like all right you're kind of shifting your strategy a bit but I think it's more evident than ever with with uh, All Access and with the digital-only platform and their commitment to Game Pass that they are selling an Xbox ecosystem. They are selling a service. They are selling a platform. And these are just different ways that you can get into it. Uh, and I'm very excited about where that goes in the future. I don't know if this new affordable option kind of reinvigorates them caring about the number of consoles that are out there anymore. Because I had kind of resigned myself to saying, like, the Series X is coming out this year, but they like. I don't think they see success as selling the most consoles anymore. They see success as subscribers, as people who are playing Xbox games. But with this, it's kind of a move to be like, oh, maybe they do want to sell more consoles than PlayStation again.
1: Why not both? Why
0: not? I don't know. Uh, that being said, Holden, I'm not getting an Xbox Series S. <laughs> and I know that I never play my Xbox but guess who's pre-ordering a Series X on September 22nd for no <laughs> fucking reason because I'm an idiot.
1: <laughs> so why the Series X is the 4K?
0: 4K for sure because I'm a whore and I, I need that, that visual fidelity. Like I need Dolby Vision. If, if my TV is going to have Dolby Vision, I'm going to be playing in Dolby Vision. Um, I also recognize that I almost never play my Xbox. And if I'm never going to play my Xbox, then when I do play it, I don't want it to be a dated version by the time I get to it. Like if it's going to be, oh man, Mm -hmm. I'm going to wait for a release to come out and it's like mm, two years down the road into the launch cycle. I'm like, cool, let me go play it. But by this time, like my old console, there's a new version of it that's available and it can do all these things that like I can't take advantage of this console. Like I'm going to get the good one now so I can get to take advantage of all that stuff later because I don't plan on, let me back up a second. There's the, the, the group of people who will buy – let's take shoes, for example. group of people who will buy a $130 pair of shoes, and it will last them 10 years. And there's a group of people who say, fuck that. I'm never going to buy a $130 pair of shoes. I'm going to buy a $25 pair of shoes. But they do that every eight months because those shoes fall apart, and they have to just keep getting new shoes. I'm the I'm going to buy the expensive shit and let it last me a while kind of person, not the I'm going to upgrade every so often except when it comes to phones, when I buy the expensive one every year. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I'm getting the Series X largely because when something comes out, maybe the medium this fall. I honestly can't think of anything that I'm going to play on it this fall, but I'm going to get it at launch. But here's the other real reason. This is the shittiest thing. (laughs) Because I have my Xbox One S and when I replace it, I'm going to give my One S to to my sister's family who only has PlayStation stuff and I don't want to have to ship it to them. So I might as well get it while I'm here in North Carolina <laughs> and just drop it off sense, at their house actually. rather than pay 50 bucks to ship it across the country whenever I do eventually get it.
1: No, that makes total sense. If you can afford to do it now, why not just do it now and make that process easier for you now? Yep. Makes I'm going to do the same thing
0: with my PlayStation. My brother's in a, a, a Microsoft family, so when i upgrade upgraded to PS5, my PS4 is going to his family. So I am such a good, a good person. Reason.
1: I have a question for you, so before yeah. we start recording, you texted uh the group chat about this series v rumor. I did what I think it was you at least.
0: the hell are you talking about, son?
1: yeah, in our group chat xbox series um oh sorry. You virtual bre- um, press briefing, isolator V and virtual, and put two and two together, the the thought. But there is a rumor of a Series V console. I was wondering if you had seen it or not. I don't I believe ha- it.
0: I had not seen the rumor, but if you watched the virtual press briefing, they very much were like, we are so happy now to finally have all of our cards on the table and show you Generation 9 console. Like, they were, multiple times they said, yeah. this is the console. Like, these are the two things that we have. This is everything we've got.
1: Which kind of like
0: there had always been rumors that there's going to be just a streaming based only console and not even have a mm -hmm. hard drive or anything like that, but like I I think after hearing that virtual briefing, that's not on the cards right now.
1: The uh, Series V rumor is even dumber than that. It's not even like a streaming stick. It's literally a four hundred dollar, but like a little bit less powerful than the Series X, and it doesn't have a disc drive but it's significantly more powerful than the Series S, and it's, again, $400. It's like, no, that's definitely not going to happen. They're not going to announce.
0: It's the digital-only PS5 version of the Series X.
1: Yeah, but it's a little bit less powerful. But basically, it's that, yeah. And it's a ridiculous rumor, because Microsoft wouldn't say, hey, pre-order is opening up, Next week, and the console comes out November tenth, and then next week go psych. We're actually announcing a third <laughs> console. Like, it's and ridiculous, you can't but- cancel
0: your pre-orders, bitches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it's a very strange rumor to pop up at that moment. I thought it was really funny. I was curious what your thoughts were. But that's our uh, Xbox no, I think stuff. That's
0: bullshit. That's our Xbox stuff. excite. I'm curious if anyone else is like after seeing this. If anyone wasn't going to get an Xbox. And this convinced them to. I want to hear from you. Give me a call. (laughs) 704-867-5309. Chad? That's not my real phone number. That's a song. (laughs) Do we have a game on game show? We do. We have a game on game show. The game on our gaming show. We play a game called Game On. The game show on our game. Game, 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 game. Holden...
1: Yes,
0: we've got a game today called Quiz Me, Captain. It's me, Margaret. <laughs>
1: I knew this was coming.
0: I knew it. It's so <laughs> fun. Quiz Me, Captain. It's me, Margaret. We were we were uh, assing the other night. Ass 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 ass. Avengers assemble. Um, and the the There uh, Matt said Matt said that oftentimes when we play this game, he is literally shouting at you in the car while he's listening to it. He's like, <laughs> "It's this! It's this!" You're missing this. <laughs> so, uh, and then the discussion was like, "This is people's favorite game." So we're we're playing. A I'm little really bit more bad at this cat. game.
1: I'm pretty tremendously terrible oh, at so it. It's so
0: fun. It's so fun. <laughs> I try to make it achievable, but also trip you up at the same time.
1: <laughs> oh, you trip me up every time. Every single time. Um,
0: you have won once, didn't you? Because I shoved Squirtle in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no! I think I actually gave that to you. Like you didn't win, but you came close. So I shoved Squirtle in my mouth. I, you have won one though. Anyway, yeah, here's how Quizme Cat It's Me Mar- Margaret works. There are four rounds. Each has a different time limit. Let me get my timer up. And each has a different requirement. It is a game show of sorts in which you have to answer correct questions. If you answer every single round correctly and you move on through all four rounds, you get a super secret prize. However, if you fail a round, you still have to keep going and play the rest of the game. You just don't get the prize. Holden, round one is a 30-second round. It consists of one task for you to do in that 30 seconds to complete the time limit for the success of the round. (laughs) Are you ready, Holden, for round one of Quiz Me, Captain? It's me, Margaret. No, but let's go ahead. (laughs) All right. Quiz Me, Captain. It's me, Margaret. Round one, 30 seconds on the clock starting now. Name six Xbox consoles. Xbox
1: One. Xbox OG, Xbox, Xbox -hmm. Xbox 360, Xbox 360 Elite, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series
0: S. Six, congratulations, you won. Oh, that was six, okay. That was six. You did that in 17 seconds. You're on a roll right now. You're on a roll. A roll of one. (laughs) A roll of one. Snake eyes. All right, round (laughs) two. This one is double the time. You have 60 seconds for this round, but you have a little bit more work to do to accomplish.
1: Hold so, it's always impossible. <laughs> it's <laughs> always impossible.: I think,
0: I think this one's going to be OK for you. OK. The second round, 60 seconds on the clock for Quiz Me Cat It's me, Margaret. Are you ready?:
1: No, but let's go ahead anyway. Round two.
0: <laughs> 60 seconds on the clock starts. Now, what are four systems on which you can play Skyrim? <laughs> uh, Amazon Alexa,
1: Xbox Amazon 360, Alexa? One, PlayStation two, 3 and three. PS4.
0: Four, correct. Name two more systems on which Skyrim can be played.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo Switch Xbox One.
0: Perfect. Name three yearly gaming conventions. E3
1: Gamescom Tokyo Game Show.
0: Correct. Say Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3 twice. (laughs) Can you say it again? (laughs) Dragon Ball Z Budokai Tenkaichi 3.
1: Dragon Ball Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Incorrect. Dragon Ball, Which, which number was it? Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. <laughs> nope. I can't even say it once.
0: Dragon, hey, Dragon Ball, Ball Z, Z,
1: Budokai Tenkaichi Budokai. 3. Okay, Dragon Ball Z, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. I, what's the last one? I keep getting it messed up.
0: Budokai Tenkaichi 3, time is up. Oh, Holden, you don't Tenkaichi know three? how close you were. Dragon Ball Z, Dragon
1: Budokai, Ball Z. Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Oh, 10, ten Kai-ichi. I kept putting a K instead of the H. Okay, gotcha. I was very close. I was a K you off. Were so close.
0: Or H off, I mean. You spent about 25 seconds failing that one. Yeah, like said, so they're always impossible, Chat. Fuck you, they're always you impossible. Were, <laughs> you were so close. If you just would have gotten that one, do you know what the last question in this that you would totally would have gotten right off the bat? What's that? What is Amy Hennig's last name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Alright, you do not get the super special prize, but you do get to continue on to round three. This one's a 20 second round, and it usually has to do with convincing me of something. Mm -hmm. Holden, make your argument for round three of Quiz Me Captain. It's me, Margaret. Are you ready? Yes. 20 seconds on the clock, starting
1: now. Convince me why Mario Kart 9 does not need to happen. Because Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is already the premier Mario Kart experience. It has so many great tracks. It's online, actually, isn't bad considering it's a Nintendo game. You can make your own room and play with people online without any bullshit. That's a pretty good reason. But also, what are they going to add at this point? Time is it's, up. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: The correct answer was you can have two items. There's that one to convinced round. you. That's
1: bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one final round, Holden. This one is 30 seconds long. I have 10 pairs of things that are somehow related to gaming. You need to choose the correct item of the two pairs. Correct does not necessarily mean good or bad. It just means whichever one I think is correct. <laughs> you need four correct answers in 30 seconds. Are you ready? Yes. For round four, final round of Quiz Game Margaret. 30 seconds on the clock starting now. Did you know that in select markets, you can get eight of Burger King's new spicy chicken nuggets for just $1 for a limited time? Yes or no? (laughs) Yes. No, you did not know that ahead of time. Tomb Raider or Resident Evil? Resident Evil. No, Tomb Raider was the better movie. Sweet Tooth or Axel? (laughs) Sweet Tooth. Hell yeah. GTA or BMX?
1: BMX. Sweet
0: GBA or Xbox Series X?
1: Xbox Series X.
0: Oh, wrong. Tabletop games or... Oh, I'm sorry. Time is up. Holden, you only get two what was, of the required
1: four. Wait, it was Series X and what? GBA. Oh, you said something beforehand. So was it sweet? I was... Okay. I was going to oh, get no, it anyway. Said,
0: you said GTA or... I said GTA or BMX and you said BMX and I said sweet as if like correct. Yes.
1: Oh, and then you went right into... G- okay, gotcha. I'm like, sweet GBA. Oh, it was probably Series X then I don't know what the other one was.
0: <sighs> no, it was, it was a Game Boy Advance. Uh, Holden. That was my worst performance in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking did not know about the spicy chicken nuggets for $1, eight count at Burger King for a limited I time I absolutely did locations. know that. No, you did
1: not. I was at Burger King no, this not. week. I knew that. Did, did you recognize you the spicy chicken don't know nuggets? That.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was in response to uh, the last time we played this game, where I mentioned that you could get a 20-piece chicken nugget at Burger King for $4.99, <laughs> in which Joel who uh, is from Pixel Street Podcast, we did just the the Among Us Let's street, let's Play With Them, uh, sent us a picture, sent Matt and I a picture of himself at Burger King at the drive-thru with a picture of an eight count for $1, and he called bullshit. And I said, sir, here are two websites that prove you differently. And I said, at the bottom of his, it said limited time only. So, I needed to update our game to take into account the fact that in Chicago, for a limited time at that select location, you can get Eight of Burger King's new spicy chicken nuggets for just one dollar it's amazing that's happening here as well I think too isn't it is that yeah, I national don't know role? are you part of the select markets i it's not available that. here in mint Hill North carolina I know that for sure everyone uh, go to uh download the Burger King app and check in your <laughs> area if you can get eight. Eight. That's a lot. That's a good amount of chicken nuggets in their new spicy flavor. Eight Burger King spicy chicken nuggets for just $1 for a limited time. Check in the Burger King app and send us a screenshot and a picture of them after you've ordered them. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> not, not sponsored, not sponsored by. by Burger King. Oh, hold on. that's it for Game on Game Show. And that is it for episode 178. Thank you, everyone, for going on a ride. Uh, that's another callback to Marvel vs. Capcom 2 which we ended two weeks ago's episode with. Or maybe last week. I don't know. Time is a flat circle. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Remember, you have some homework to do. Go play Horizon Zero Dawn. You do not have to be a patron to play the game, but you do have to play it before March 31st, or sorry, October 31st, or else Nintendo takes it away. Uh, You have to go to patreon.com, download our cool new Thor wallpapers, and by Thor, I mean Avengers wallpapers. And then also, go take our poll for, uh, what's the poll this week going to be?
1: For PlayStation 5 release date.
0: PS5 release date. Uh, goodbye, Dallas. Here's our usual sign off. S, yes, 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 yes.